Thank you for joining us. You're listening to Jazz Beats After Dark. Welcome tonight. <laughs> no, my my wife, we, we, we like critique. What's, hap- what's happening we, here? We like Is critique. Is this the podcast I'm on? And, 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 and my wife, the other night after our last episode, goes, yeah, I listened to your episode. I said, yeah, what'd you think? She goes, you need to be less weird. <laughs> well, that wasn't it. That yeah, wasn't so, it. <laughs> so she saw, and then she played back something where I got kind of excited and, and kind of was weird apparently and yeah. she said you need to you need to stop doing that well tyson's you know, tyson's pretty normal but you need to you need to not be weird so I that was a, me trying to be take down my no, emotions that's not <laughs> how it works however i do have a box of letters from complaints from listeners who ask the same thing quit being so weird yes quit being so weird no. jackson so and it is after hours, we just got done with the we game. We just finished an away game against Minnesota. We've got yeah. a good show today, guys. It's going to be good. Hang in there. We're going to talk about our loss against Minnesota on the first round. The, the, the welcome back or the return of Conley to Memphis. That was well. And then our second jab at Minnesota away. Plus our touchy topic of the week. Yeah! And we're going to introduce next week, which... We ought to want to make sure you guys know what that is, because it's good. So hang in there. Let's go for a ride. You guys are listening to Jazz Beats. We are excited to be here. I hope you guys are, too. I'm Jackson. This is Tyson. Welcome, everybody. In case you're wondering, it is actually Tyson. I just uh, I went through puberty this week, and my <laughs> voice has just plummeted. It's, it's, more, it's like a radio voice now. I, I dig it. Well, you know what my brother always says. I have no. the face for radio. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we're doing this, people. Anyways, should we get into the topic? Should we just tear it? Well, tear I, into it? this week's topic was there was a lot of emotion in there, and there was a lot of opinion, and I loved every minute. Every comment was fantastic. It was awesome. If you don't remember, well, let's just get to that segment. Yep, roll intro. Here we go. It's the touchy topic of the week. That never gets you old. You have to just move your shoulders or something when that. <laughs> When that usher just kicks in. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We posted last week on Jazz Nation's Facebook page again uh, for our touchy topic of the week. And we had a picture of D. Williams, Gordon Hayward. And the question was, do we secretly cheer when an ex-jazz player who left the team on bad terms kind of has bad luck after leaving the Jazz? Should we read read some of the, the... The fans' comments. I've got a. This is some good stuff. I've got to filter through this. Um, if uh, you're a hater, this is coming from Terrence. If you're a hater, then you wish them bad luck. If you understand it's a game and people are just doing what's best for their family, then you respect their decision. I respectively decline with you, Terrence. <laughs> um, however, there were a few others. This uh, Matt, he said, no, unless it's Hayward. So there are some exceptions. <laughs> And there always are. I can't believe how, like, on the f- not on the fence, but overall, it was it was kind of half and half. And there was a ton of real strong emotion oh, for yeah. both sides. Oh yeah. Like I can't believe any kind of person would actually do that and cheer for somebody to get hurt or to be or to play bad or whatever. Yeah. But there was people on the complete opposite side that were saying some pretty choice words. I, I, I'm going <laughs> to reflect back to when Gordon Hayward initially broke his foot. I said, first thing out of my mouth, that's what you get. Yeah. And I stand by those words. Yeah. And I have spoken. 
I think I'm one of those closet ones. I'm not gonna lie. You don't want where I'm to like, know? no, where where I'm like, okay, go go do your thing. We're done. We're over. But then something like that happens, and I'm like, yes, love yes, it. Yes. That's what you get. So my favorite comment. I have to just, if you're listening, Mr. Robert Bob Johnson. What a name. I know. Good for you. Good for Three. your parents. <laughs> Robert Bob, I hope you're listening. Robert Bob Johnson says this. You damn right I do. I don't know how many of you remember back in the early 90s and late 80s players like Derek Harper, Ronnie, Dominic, Wilkins refusing to play with the Jazz. If players don't like to play in Utah, I hope they fall on their beep. It's fantastic. That's my favorite comment. Uh, thank you, Robert. Thank you. But there I was there was one other comment that just sums it up and said if they if they did right by Gale, they're right by the Jazz fans. And yeah. if not, bad things are coming their way. Karma. It's in, all about in Gale. In Gale we trust. In Gale we yeah. trust. <laughs> Put that on your currency, Utah. <laughs> no, it was it was pretty mm-hmm. controversial. There's a lot we of had, comments. We had, we had nearly fifty comments. And on pretty that. strong yeah. sided people. Yeah, lots so. of explanation points here. Uh, some lots of profanity. It's fantastic. You know what it tells me though? That Jazz Nation is an emotional group, and they are they'll fight for what they believe, and they're not afraid to voice their opinion and and how they feel about the team. I love it. No, that was really interesting group. to hear. I I, lo- yeah. I I liked hearing everybody's opinions on that. So thanks for helping out. Thanks for participating. Those who uh, chimed in on that. Yeah, we're gonna keep trying to do this weekly. Set out a post on there, get your thoughts, and hear about um, kind of controversial or touchy topics throughout of the, the week. week. Uh, yeah. Which reminds me, are we going to drop next week's touchy topic? I think topic? we should. I think we should. What's it about? Um, it, it's a new rule that's been implemented into the, the NBA this year. Um, the Coach's Challenge. Um, the NFL has had it for a little while, and it's it's kind of I don't know how I feel about it. It's it's interesting. I feel like every time I watch a game with my wife, I have to re-explain what the coach's <laughs> challenge is. Every- I feel I need an explanation. Right, right. Most maybe times. maybe me just saying it out loud is like, yeah, I guess I know what I'm talking about. Like it, it makes right. I don't know. Let's uh, we want to hear from you guys. Yeah, we'll leave it in your guys' hands. You educate us, guys. We want to hear what what it's all about. Next week we're talking about the coach's challenge. What we think about it and what we would change, if anything. And that's it. We'll post that on Jazz Nation's Facebook page again, so keep a lookout for that. And we want to hear from you guys. I'm rolling this again because I love it so much. Send it. Here we go, baby. Just start to send it off. It's the touchy topic of the week. We played three games since our last podcast, since you guys last listened. Yeah. All the M teams we played against uh, Memphis and then Minnesota twice. Twice. Once at home first and then back away in Minnesota's home court. Let's talk about... Man, what a roller coaster this yeah. season's been. I feel like two weeks ago on our podcast, we we mentioned how it's such a good thing we won that last game. Or else we would have been 0-3 coming into the show and it would have been hard to get hyped Dang for us. close, did it again. Exactly. And then the week after, we win three in a row. And then here we are. Oh, yeah, man. Thurl Bailey said after the post game tonight, Jazz are not consistent, and that's no. a key thing that we've got to no. dial in. Let's talk about Memphis. The return of Mike Conley. He played 12 seasons for the Grizzlies. I knew they would do something for him, and I'm yeah, glad they did. I am too. Uh, do you think it got in his head? And do you think it affected his play? His percentages weren't great that game. Um, he didn't shoot particularly well, but he didn't play awful either. In the end, I think that the Jazz 
fought that game, and it came down to a real bad missed call at the end of the fourth quarter. Yeah, it's a but sh- as far as Conley goes, I think he's still just he's not at his peak yet or his pinnacle, but he's still playing all right. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that game or the arena or that return had anything to do with his actual playing. Yeah, at that event, I think he may have forced a little bit having be in that arena and wanting to prove to those fans what kind of player he is. He did take one of the most shots he's taken all year. He went yeah. five for nineteen, didn't shoot well. Um, yeah, I mean that's. But but we we had a chance in the end and and it just didn't bounce our way. I mean it it's um, poor Donovan. He's he's getting frustrated with those with those bad calls. Yeah. But he's got to learn if he wants those calls, he's got to sell it like James. Right. First off, you got to flop it. Second off, you got to <laughs> make sure. Please don't don't mimic your game around hard. No, don't. no, he's ruined everything. <laughs> He's everything. He's made he's made Butterfingers gluten free as far as I'm concerned. I <laughs> what blame does that him. even mean? <laughs> it doesn't mean anything. Let's get back to Donovan Mitchell's shot. Here's the thing. He's got to make sure if he's going to get fouled, he's got to make sure that the official that is next to him has a straight line of sight and can no doubt call the call yeah. the foul. Yeah. And he missed that. That was the that was the issue. He was fouled. I believe he was fouled. I watched the replay, but the official couldn't see it as well as I did. Yeah. And the Jazz need to 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 take care of business before and not make the refs make a, make a tough decision. They need, to, they need to capitalize and close out games a little bit better. Um, I think we were up at the end of the third quarter and went into the fourth and being relaxed and not, not punishing them right. and taking care of business before that those last seconds to where we have to rely on officiating. It should never come down to officiating. You're right, you're right. I just like to blame them because I like the Jazz so much. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, on a good note, Rudy has been phenomenal. Oh, my god. He gosh. is just carrying his load every night. Um, he had 23 and 17 and five blocks that game. He was just in beast mode. He's, five blocks? He's incredible. That takes a lot. We're so blessed. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> End up losing the game by one, 107 to 106 in Conley's return. And then we returned back to Utah, Minnesota. We knew we were playing them twice in a row. We came back, and we didn't lose by, obviously, the one point against Memphis. I was expecting a blowout against Minnesota. I'm not going to lie. I was, too. We haven't lost at home. Right, and we were the only ones to not lose at home. We were 6-0 at home when they came in. Ah. Um, It was kind of an ugly game from the start. Yeah. Neither team was really in sync, it seemed like. Um, it was kind of a rough game to watch a little bit. Nobody played extremely well. Hard to keep our attention as yeah. a viewer. And I felt like the fans weren't quite there. I, I heard that? I heard I heard them and the announcers say that the energy wasn't there, but they yeah. again it came back to the players weren't right. deciding the pace of the game. So the fans were like, Are we in this? Are we out of this? Yeah. I guess I'm gonna go get some nachos, nothing's happening. It's why not? It's a hard thing because the players play well when the fans are on their side 100%, and cheering loud. 100%. But the fans get that way and react that way when the players are playing well. So and it, it's kind of a... Who dis- starts it off. Right. And really, I feel like the Jazz love a quick, <laughs> a steal and a fast break. And if and then we play well off those. You know, like you mentioned, you get a good momentum and all of a sudden, you know, the next two possessions, you make the right decision and you make the right shot and it goes in and we get three buckets in a row and we got a little run going yeah. and the fans are really yeah. loving it then. And they're not going for nachos with three and old, baby. <laughs> right. I was disappointed when um, Donovan Mitchell was playing defense and he got an offensive foul called on the other team. He drew the charge or he drew a foul and he 
got up and was clapping his hands and he was pumped. It was in the third quarter. It was a tight game. And I didn't feel, and I know I was at home, I didn't feel the energy of the crowd rise after him they showing that emotion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and I know I wasn't there, so it's hard to say, but I didn't feel like they just elevated. So what you're saying is that game's on you guys. That, that game <laughs> fell on the fans. Like you said, we just need somebody to blame. <laughs> so I'm not blaming Donovan again. Oh, Tough game. I, 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 it looked a lot like City League basketball the whole time. Just scrappy. Yeah, until the fourth, and Minnesota went nuts. They had Towns. like a 26-4 to four run in the fourth Super quarter. Super embarrassing. Carl Anthony Towns hit seven threes on us. That's incredible. He was amazing, and we just couldn't stop the bleeding. We couldn't stop. We didn't know what to do. Gobert, it was uncharted territory for him to go out there and guard him. And then as soon as he stepped forward, their guards were sneaking in the right. key, and we had no way to stop him. Right. Yeah, it was it was tough. It was a tough loss. But, but Minnesota's playing very well. They've yeah. exceeded yeah. expectations this year so far. They're 8-6. and six. I think it was just an unusual matchup for Rudy. Yeah, Towns has been shooting the ball lights out. He's one of the top three-point shooters in the league. Which is crazy, right? Seven feet tall, 6'11", right. 6'10". Just, just delete his seven three-pointers and the Jazz won the game. Easy. <laughs> so, yeah, we didn't know what to do there. But obviously, Quinn Snyder recognized that we had to change something up on defense when we came back and played in Minnesota at home two days later. That's right. What, just, did, what did we change to win the game tonight? I thought our defensive adjustments was were amazing. Rudy stayed home on, on Towns. He shot like, I think he went one for two in the first half He barely three. touched the ball. He hardly had the ball. He didn't get any shots up. And he was also able to switch onto the guards very well. Rudy, in the pick and roll, would switch onto the guards. Ball would get reversed. And we communicated very well yeah. and were able to switch back without any conflict or any mismatches. Right. to happen, which was awesome. Rudy was very active. He was able to close out on Towns while also getting his rebounds in. He had 15 rebounds again. Wow. He's just an animal. We were tipping the ball on the offensive. We were giving ourselves a second chance on those yeah. offensive rebounds. If we couldn't pull the ball down, we would just tip it up and hold for the best, which, you know, if it only gets to us back to us five times out of ten, that's great, yeah. better than nothing. We, we were playing hard. Um, it kind of was started off similar. To, yeah, the, yeah. to the previous game. Our fourth quarter, though, Yeah, Donovan put his fourth quarter face on. Which, which it worried you for a minute. It was. He sat on the bench. He didn't smile. Yeah, he I was get, in just focus mode. I get concerned about our players' <laughs> mental health. I, You know, I was, I was really concerned, but I found out on the interview after the game that there was a fan there that was heck, hackling him, heck, heckling him from Minnesota, and they asked what he said, and he says, oh, he said something along the lines of, I'm not a good basketball player. <laughs> I'm sure he's paraphrasing for sure. <laughs> and so Donovan just said, you just wait. And then fourth quarter, man, the Donnie show came. It was awesome. The difference tonight was I feel like sometimes Donovan just feels like he needs to just take over and have the ball in his hands at all times. Right. And kind of be in this hero mode. And tonight, all of his points, he had 12 in the fourth quarter or so, all of his points came within the offense, off good rotations. Conley hit him a couple times. It was in the flow of the offense. No, he wasn't... No ISO with no. Five, 15 feet behind the three-pointer no. and him just wailing it in. And in turn, how many did Bogey hit in the, in the oh fourth? Oh, my gosh. He had two or three threes in the fourth. He may be the best pickup 
in the offseason for the Utah Jazz in a long time. It's true. Well, he's been tough. He had 30 tonight. Wow, he's incredible. He, and, and you know when he's got the ball, you you guys know when you're watching the game and they get they he gets the ball down in that corner, you're standing up. I I stand <laughs> up in my seat. I'm like, "Money ball, that one's going in." And when it doesn't, you know, I sit back down. That's fine. But most of the time it does. It does. He has been cash money. Our starters went 14 for 26 from three tonight. Shot 55% from three That's from our starters. That's incredible. Which is very good. And we shut Towns down. So between that, and they brought Wiggins back to the game tonight. Wiggins had a decent game. He played pretty well. And he was probably their top scorer. I think he has 22 points. Yep. So he being their top scorer, he was the only person that Quinn didn't have a plan, didn't have a plan to adjust to him mm-hmm. from last Minnesota game. So that's probably why he was able to score as many as he did because we dialed every single other player in and had a plan for stopping them on the court. In the slumps of the game against Minnesota away, because, you know, it was a little bit scrappy there mid-game, Bogdanovich is always just going. Always trying to get points. He's not just a body, warm body on the court. He yeah. is driving or he is shooting or he's something. He's 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 active. He's been so aggressive lately, and he's shooting the ball tremendously. He's he was an awesome pickup. I was so stoked when we got him, but I I didn't even realize he'd be this good. He's been I, yeah. amazing. I was just thinking it was going to be similar to Kyle Korver, where we have just a an option where we can sub uh, sub another uh, white bald guy in, <laughs> and he can throw. We're the good at that. <laughs> yeah. What? Don't let the receding hairlines fool you. These guys can shoot, man. You can tell we watch the games with our wives tonight. The Croatian creation. Yes, the creation. They look at receding hairlines and they talk about how good-looking Conley is. and Yeah. Yeah, it's it's fun. They didn't mention us at all. Makes us feel very good. And That's then we right. have the radio faces. <laughs> and we have a face for radio. <laughs> no, kind of a, um, and a good game, though. Exciting game for the Jazz. Um it, it was good to get that off our backs after a tough loss from the same team. I feel like this yeah. win kind of makes us forget about the other one. Yeah, but two We played two, so poorly. If we'd have lost two games in a row to the right. same team back-to-back, I, Jazz fan, you know, the flame would just be dwindling a little bit. And I think the players felt the urgency, and oh, they, they turned it on when they needed to, and they played together in that fourth quarter, and, and it was fun. It was very fun to watch. Yeah, good on the Jazz for digging deep, playing hard, hard defense. I mean, we were a hard team to score on tonight. Any basket that Minnesota did put in, they had to work pretty hard for. Yeah. I don't think we let a lot through the gaps. No. Towns made a couple of shots late that were incredible shots. Step back threes deep Deep, for a big man was impressive, but that's really all he got. He had 14 points, shot 5 for 10, only got up 10 shots. I don't think he touched the ball that much. He didn't. I think Rudy was on a mission to stop him after he was scoring so well the other night. And and hats off to Rudy. Five blocks, five blocks again five tonight. Five blocks again. So that's incredible. And Joe Ingles had an amazing block tonight. Clean. Yeah. That was sweet, yeah. right? And then Donovan Mitchell obviously put a guy on the floor with his sick crossover there at the end of the game, which, man, they're just fun yeah, to watch. Crossover, man. falls down, looks at him. And then drains the three. Checks his pulse. He's fine. I'm going to take the <laughs> shot. Is there any chance a healthy Gobert doesn't win Defensive Player of the Year again? Third time in a row. 
if Rudy doesn't win, the whole thing's rigged, and I don't believe in anything anymore because he's amazing. His effect on the court is untouched, unscaled. No, nobody's, nobody in the NBA is playing anything like he does. And to adjust and guard the tallest, best three-point shooter in the NBA and come back and win him, nah, he's the best. Yeah, he's got to be. He's so – if you – I want to throw a challenge out to all you Jazz fans – Take spend spend a quarter or two or spend the game just watching Rudy and see how many plays he affects on the defensive end, right. how many times that he doesn't block a shot, but it alters the play and it alters the offense so much that it's it's on him. He's gets he should get so much credit for our defense and I know he does, but he is a force and no matter what the stats say, five blocks is impressive, but Jeez. how many shots did he alter? How many misses did they have? Just because Rudy's there and he's competing and contesting those. It's uh, it's double digits with ease. Let's pick a game. I'm going to do the Gobert Factor. Let's do it. it I think we, we got, need to. We got two home games coming up, Golden State and... And New Orleans. And New Orleans. You, Friday, you tell Saturday. me right now, which one do you want me to do Gobert Factors on? Golden State. Good call. Okay. All right. <laughs> It'll be Golden State... Uh, the golden, the old Golden State has been, or sorry, the Golden State Warriors. Sorry, <laughs> lost their title for a minute there. Anyway, I will count the Gobert factors in the Golden State Warriors every second of every game, and I will report back to you guys, and we will see how we go. Okay, that'll be that'll be fun. What are you guessing? Are you thinking like I'm thinking 10, 20. 20? Are you I'm thinking twenty. Not not like two hundred. You may you may be a little generous on the Gobert <laughs> I factor. <might. laughs> I'm a little bit of a. I favor that guy. I miss Favors. We were playing him on Saturday. Oh, man. Favors is coming back to Salt yeah. Lake. Hey, if you guys are going to the New Orleans games, or the New Orleans game where Favors returns to Salt Lake City first time outside of a Utah Jazz jersey, make the guy a sign. Yeah. Freaking cheer him when he, when he comes off the bench. Which, by the way, they haven't been playing him very much. No, he's kind of struggled, to be honest. We'll take him back. Yeah. yeah. Lovely guy. I love the man. So I got home to an exciting surprise today. Jeez, listen, um, I don't need to hear about that kind of stuff, Jackson. <laughs> no, I got home um, to a package addressed to me. I have no idea. Well, I have a good idea. Um, I'm pretty sure my dad sent me this. Um, and I haven't even talked to him yet. We we had to get this this podcast out. I'll, I'll call right. you in the morning, Dad. Um, he, sent, he sent us some, some swag, yeah, some baby. Jazz Beats swag. He got me a mug with our logo. We are moving up in yes, the world. Yeah, we, we get you a mug. We have a thousand cards, which I don't know what we're gonna do with these. We're things. gonna just throw them from the arena and let the yes, <laughs> let let gravity take its course. Right. All right. No, we're getting excited about this. I, I I love this podcast. It's been fun for me. It's been it's been exciting, and um, it, it's fun to see what we've kind of created on. Things. We, you know, we've got hats coming now. The hats are coming. I've got some for my boys. I'm hoping to give them to them for Christmas. It should be sweet. Hopefully they're not listening. And today started a lot of renovations to our Jazz studio. Beats studio. We are on a remote location right now, which is also a studio theater. However, because our original Jazz Beats uh, studio is undergoing some renovations, upgrades. Right. We're yes. going to like... Get it out of the weather. Right. We're going to enclose the It's going to have a door is what we're trying to tell you. No power, but it will have a door. And right. it's going to be it's gonna be the best Jazz Beats podcast studio in the Valley, 100%. Hands down. We are. 
So if you guys could do us a favor, reach out to your fellow jazz friends, jazz fans, get them listening to us. We would really appreciate it. We want to we wanna get the word out. We'd love to hear from you guys as listeners. You guys have been awesome. Um, yeah, tell everybody you know to listen to Jazz Beats. And, and we're going to be getting some more swag coming your way. Don't be a fool. And so we didn't call Ty Sullivan tonight because of the, the hour. Um, but we are still trying to get Reese on, and we will bring that up next week. Next week we're going to be in the middle of a, a busy schedule for the Jazz. Right. We've got these this weekend. We've got two home games, big games. Come cheer loud, support the team, and then we go on a five game road road trip. Oh man, that's and we're gonna, gonna be busy. we're gonna we're gonna talk to you guys right in the middle of that road trip and see how things are going. So four games to wrap up on next episode. It's gonna be exciting. We got the touch topic of the week, the coaches challenge. Look out for our post on Facebook group Jazz Nation, and and comment, and we'll we'll we love to hear from you guys. Hey, every time we've had a podcast, it's been following a jazz win. How good is that? Do we need to do this every game? Every every win? Every, <laughs> we are doing it. Well, not every win. All right, guys. Listen, thanks for joining. It's been fun. <laughs> I, my throat. You're going to have to finish. Thanks for being here with us, guys. Jazz coming off a big win in Minnesota. Got to be pumped for that. Keep supporting the team. You guys are awesome. You're listening to Jazz Beats. See you later.